Is Trey Turner ever going to heat up this season? Can Sandy Alcantara still be an ace for your fantasy baseball team? Join us today where we provide you with the best trade deadline advice and players to target on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm Dominic Martino, and you can find me on Twitter at DomMartinoFB. Here, as always, with my brother, my co-host, my best friend, my partner in crime, Matthew Ane, and you could find him on Twitter at Matthew underscore Ane. If you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows us five star ratings and reviews we would truly appreciate it if you could do that for us and if you're watching on youtube and you haven't already hit that little bell below it subscribes you to the channel also gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode and lastly but most importantly subscribe to us on the subtext website through subtext it's a one-on-one personalized in-depth texting experience where you get instant call up alerts um prospect information uh, everything under the sun that you could think of um, and it goes right to your phone and it's a great experience on subtext. You know, everyone that's already in there loves it and just a lot more than we could offer in this 30 minute show. Also guys, today's episode is brought to you by bird dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB or enter the promo code locked on MLB for a free white tech hat with any order. You won't want to take bird dogs off your list. We promise. And guys, as always, we have a fully loaded episode for you today. Let us be your team secret weapon as we talk about the best players to trade for at your trade trade deadline and give you the best advice on what to do as it approaches. Matt, as always, that's a lot, a lot of talking for me, brother. So why don't you hop on in? All right. Let's talk about Mr. Trey Turner. Um, Trey has been getting his stuff together as of late. Got a hit tonight. Was hitting in the eighth spot in the uh, in the uh, lineup. Got moved up to four. I have a feeling he's going to keep rising in that lineup, and he's going to start getting in the position to be really successful. Um, batting about one sixty seven over the last couple days, um, but at the same time, I think he's turning a corner here. I think right now is probably the buy low window because if they're not watching Philly, they're not seeing the the improvement that Trey Turner is actually doing out there on the field at the plate. And what he's doing right now, I think, is like right on the cusp of just breaking out and finally giving us that Trey Turner production. I, I I know I've said this before, but I think it's true this time. I've just been watching him. He looks a lot more confident at the plate. He's not chasing as hard. He looks like he's got his head in the game. And it's only going to take like two or three to get his confidence going, especially in this line of that they really start grooving and getting that Philly magic going all fanatic on everybody. I think Trey Turner can honestly really take the take that step to be the player we all drafted in the B. So honestly, go out there, trade for him. I mean, here's the thing though, you're gonna have to give up a lot. Like, but not like what you would give up if he was at his top end, top end production, right? Like straight up, like let's let's think about it here. Um Dom, I'm going to ask bro. you questions. Let's yeah, see sure. here. Sure. All right. Um, 
would you trade Sandy for, for Trey Turner? If I'm the Trey Turner owner, if I truly needed starting pitching and it's like a dynasty keeper league, I probably would be close on that one because Sandy is still, I believe, 27 and Trey Turner is 30. So, I mean, that's kind of like a, a solid move in the sense of Trey Turner's underperforming, Sandy's underperforming. So it's kind of like a swap for a swap. But if you're if you're chilling at starting pitching and your starting pitching staff is fine, I'm probably not doing that. But once again, as I said, if, if you need that help and your hitting is fine, um, you know, that, that that's a move I'd make. Okay. Um, I got one more for you. Yeah, what about Logan Gilbert? Ooh. Once again, in a keeper dynasty setting, I think that's a move you got to make too because um, I just want to check Gilbert's age again. Um, he is 26, and Gilbert just has a lot of upside. You know, and this year I know the ERA is a little bit inflated. Um, you know, the K per nine isn't really there, but he just has so much upside, Logan Gilbert. You know, um, he's pitching a little bit higher than his FIP. His FIP is a 3.63. I could see Gilbert, you know, at 26 years old, still has, you know, a lot of career ahead of him. I think, you know, uh, over the next couple of years, that ERA could be like a low threes ERA, um, right around that K per nine. The control's always been very good with Logan Gilbert at a 1.14 career whip through 435 innings. There's another gear there. There's another level there. If, if he can hit it, if Gilbert can hit it, I mean, yeah. But maybe that's a trade where I say, hey, you know what? Since Gilbert has never really been, you know, like a top 15 pitcher the way Sandy has, throw me in a closer. Throw me in Throw me in a little bit of spice with Gilbert. And, you know, what? you'll probably get the, you know, Logan Gilbert owner to bite on that because of Trey Turner's upside. But let's not sleep on Trey Turner either here. Um, I think Trey Turner still has a lot of upside. Uh, but Matt, uh, go ahead, finish your take, brother. No, I think that was pretty much it. You pretty much ran okay, away with yeah. it. No, I didn't see. I know sometimes you get a little, little upset with me when I, when I, when I hop in too quickly. So I, I was going to start rambling, but I was like, let me just check in with my brother first and make sure that I'm okay. <laughs> but, Thank um, you. of course, of course, brother. But with, um, with, uh, Trey Turner, it, it's a tough situation. What I do want to point out here at the top of the episode, before we really deep dive into all these players, Trading is such a circumstantial thing. Like it depends on your team, the makeup of your team, the kind of league you're playing in. So I know most trade deadlines are August 10th, which is Thursday. So you're listening to this. There's one day to make those trades. I know me and Matt play in a very big money home league where there was about Matt, how many trades today? I think like five or six different trades nine. that went down. Oh, okay. I'm I, I was short. So there was nine trades today in that league. I which made is three. A, yeah, it's a very fun, it's a very fun league to play in when everyone's willing to wheel and deal like that. Just know your team, know what your team needs, know who your competition is. I know Matt's one of my biggest competitions. And I saw him make a big trade. So I was like, all right, I'm going out there and I'm making a big trade. I'm bolstering up my team as well. But know what you need. I knew what I needed. I know Matt knows what he needed, and we traded for what we needed. We gave away that what we had a little extra of to get what we needed on our team. And you know, we know our, our league format. We know um uh, you know, just just be very cognizant of your team, of your league, and all that stuff as you're going into this. But Trey Turner, Matt, I think you covered him very, very good. Uh, let's keep things pushing here and move on to the next guy. I still think Trey Turner has a very hot streak coming because he hasn't done it yet. Um, did you want to hop in, brother? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what? Before we move on and we talk about, um, you know, a Tampa Bay player who's, you know, had a really, really, really cold July. Uh, we got a New York Mets guy on there who's, you know, actually been heating up a little bit. And we got a Milwaukee starting pitcher who's actually been very, very hot of late. 
And then we got a couple of more uh, fan favorites. Somebody we mentioned at the top of the episode. I just want to talk to you about the, uh, the sponsor of today's episode, and that is Bird Dogs. Today's episode is sponsored by the clothing company Bird Dogs. Looking for clothes that redefine comfort and style? Look no further than Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs makes you look good with Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit fabrics that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice any movement. Bird Dog uses an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Bird Dogs do the same exact thing as Lululemon but they fit way better. Bird Dogs, once again, just sent Matt and I some more gear, and I couldn't be more happy with it. I don't know if you guys were here the other day. I had the Bird Dogs hat on. They sent Matt and I some, you know, pants with the, you know, the summer, you know, wrapping up fairly soon. And I got, they threw us another pair of shorts. Bless Bird Dogs, guys. And their clothes, like, this isn't even in the ad. This is just me ranting about how much I personally love Bird Dogs clothes and shorts. Uh, the ad is true, where these shorts fit so much better than any other shorts I own. And I can really turn this one-minute ad to, like, a five-minute ad but you know i gotta you gotta keep things pushing here just you know go to birddogs.com slash locked on mlb and when you enter the promo code locked on will throw in a free custom bird dogs yeti style tumbler with every single order so guys get to birddogs.com slash locked on mlb today and dear everydayers and new listeners, we have an incredible opportunity for you to support the show and enjoy some fantastic perks along the way, introducing our Diamond Club on the subtext website. By becoming a member, you not only contribute to the show's success, but also gain ex access to exclusive benefits. Get your hands on waiver wire rankings, call up alerts, injury updates, instant reactions to everything fantasy baseball, and you enjoy direct access to us for all of your burning fantasy baseball questions, especially with that trade deadline coming up. Plus, you can try it out completely completely free for 14 days. Your support means the world to Matt and I, and we can't wait to connect with you on this exciting journey. Join our diamond club on the subtext website today, and let's take your fantasy baseball experience to new heights. And guys, as we've been saying, if you are already the member of the diamond club, or if you sign up for the diamond club, before September 1st, you get to join, you know, or you don't get to join, you get um, a chance to join our listener league for next year. Come and show the pros that you guys can get out there and you could beat us. Um, you know, it's a very rewarding experience to, you know, play. And you know what? We could just all have fun together, getting to know each other and just being in a fantasy league together. You know, it builds camaraderie and we would appreciate all of you guys, you know, um, joining us on subtext and, you know, getting into that listener league for next year. But all right, Matt, that's a, once again, that's always a lot. That's a big breath for me. Uh, hop on in with this next guy. All right. Let's talk about Mr. Randy Rosarina. Um, you know, our friend here already uh, kind of took our advice before taking our advice because he just got moved. In yeah, our I know. Uh, yeah, that was so funny that that trade went down. And I was like, wow. All right. But I mean, hey, we're not the only one seeing it. He's a great, great, uh, um, great move. And quite honestly, Perfect time to bounce because he's going to bounce back. He's already batting 500 tonight. Like Rosarena has really figured it out. Hit that second level of uh, of uh, of talent here, I think. And I think he's probably going to finish with about 25 home runs um, after everything's said and done. Stolen bases are down on the year, but I mean, there's still where he could, you know, still put up another 15 and make it a decent year and get us to 27 stolen bases. Batting average is probably going to be about 265 by the time you look at it. By the time year ends, and way Tampa's just playing right now, they're cooling offshore. But Rosarena can really turn it around and 
get uh, lift your team to a whole nother level. I think he's, excuse me, I think he's definitely worth adding at this moment. There's no reason not to. You know, outfield has been pretty weak. Guys have been falling down like crazy. Uh, I mean, let's think of it this way. Nine out of ten teams, if you picked up Josh Young, probably had him in your UT. Trading for a Rosarena and getting him for cheap right now is probably your best bet. I think that you could probably scoop him up for somewhat cheap because nobody really expected him to go this off. So now they're seeing the decrease. They think he's going to return the mean. You could probably get him for pretty cheap and fill out your utility or your outfield. Yeah, with Randy Rosarena, the thing is that I think the buy low window is here right now because in July through 22 games, he hit 153 with two homers, uh, 10 runs, only five RBIs in 22 games. That's not very Randy Rosarena-like. And through five games so far, this month in August, he's hitting 167. But we all know the true Randy Rosarena. His numbers last year are very, very strong. Randy last year, 72 runs, 20 homers, 89 RBIs, 32 steals, 263 batting average. I think he's going to bounce back here at the end of the season, and he's going to give you that nice little push to go over the edge in September and really, you know, know um you know put you in position to win uh, a fantasy baseball championship this year so randy rosarain i think is a very very good um by low ish candidate because you know um the numbers the overall numbers still look pretty good with the 18 homers and the 12 steals and you know the batting average at 253 but that's because of a poor july i think that batting average gets back up to the 260 265 range so buy low on randy while you can let's move on to another guy and it's a little bit opposite of Randy Rosarena, where Randy had the hot start. This guy had, like, you know, a very, very slow start, and that's Francisco Lindor. But Francisco Lindor has, like, sneakily been picking it up of late, uh, you know, as his teammate Pete Alonso has been as well. And once again, if you listen to us and you bought low on Pete Alonso, oh, boy, is that paying off for you. But the last uh, 30 days for Lindor, 15 runs, three homers, nine RBIs, five steals, 274 batting average, back to that normal Francisco Lindor. On the on the year, once again, the numbers are sneakily good, but people probably see Lindor's 246 batting average, and they're like, ah, you know, that's not the Francisco Lindor of old. But 71 runs, 22 homers, 69 RBIs, 18 steals. He could finish the year with close to 100 runs, 100 RBIs, uh, 25-plus steals, and, you know, 28 homers. That's a very, very strong year for Lindor. So I think while that batting average is still, you know, nice and low, there might be a buy low window. You're probably still going to have to pay up a little bit to get Lindor. Um, but I think that you could still probably go out there and, you know, see what you, you can do with that Francisco Lindor trade because I, I think you can get it done a lot easier than you could uh, last year. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, you know what? The fatigue is there, and they might be trying to sell high on him, but I think they're going to be mistaken, especially with the deadline coming around. They might want more of a sure thing. So what you do is you float them somebody that's steady, that's not just that's not a Lindor upside or not somebody that's like a key cog in your team, right? So, like, I mean, let me just think about this real quick. If I'm really looking at this, right, like we could really throw out there and – you know what? I can't even put a freaking name together. But I mean, right now, I guess if you can't tell, I'm willing to move Logan Gilbert for some reason. But yeah. uh, like, I just I feel like he's been so up and down. If the player has a if the team has a low pitching grade, you might be able to be able to sneak them in a Logan Gilbert for Lindor, and the upside will probably balance out. But you'll be able to get a boost in your batting. Um, Hunter Brown would be another nice trade target to trade towards uh, Lindor. Hunter Brown has been so flippity floppity for you too recently. 
but he's still a nice name and he's still been good. And I'm willing to move on from him to get Lindor. You might have to add something else in, uh, but it probably won't take much. Matt, I got one for you. I got one for you. And I don't even know if I would do this. How about like a CJ Abrams and a little something else for Lindor? I would do that. CJ Abrams is a guy that got picked up off the waiver wire in most leagues. And he's another guy that's just been on like, you know, like a huge tear. Let me see if I can get CJ Abrams last. Last two weeks for Abrams is eight runs, one homer, four RBIs, eight steals, 286 batting average. Yeah, I would do that. Not, and this is just like a redraft lead. Obviously not dynasty keeper. You know, dynasty keeper, you probably want to hang on to Abrams. But, you know, if you're just trying to win this year, I think you probably go with Lindor, who's on the better team, um, you know, and just like just has done it before with a way better upside. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, let's move off of Lindor. Um, sorry. Um, let's talk about Mr. Peralta. Uh, Freddie Peralta here has been having like a, you know, pretty low key, really good month. I mean, he has a three ERA on the month, 44 Ks through 30 innings, three wins and a sub one whip at 0.83. I'm loving it. What he's doing after the slow start, because on the year, the season numbers don't look great. He's, uh, he's, he's has an ERA of four, two, eight, but the K per nines are there and the wins are there. Like all his peripherals were there. Freddie Peralta has kind of returned. So, He's going to be hard to get off somebody's team, but at the same time, you could. Uh, here's the thing: trading isn't just about like sending an offer and just like, okay, I think they'll accept it. Like trading is texting, saying, "Yo, look, he started off slow. He's kind of turning around. This is why I'm kind of willing to give you like so and so, right? Right? Um, you could give him like Christian Walker. You can give him." Um, like that's something I'm definitely willing to give up. You could give like, let's see here. I'm looking at my team who I would go and trade for trade. Like this is redraft Jordan Walker kind of give up the, the upside with him package him and somebody else, you know, Mount castle, somebody you were able to pick off waiver wires. Mount castle has been hot since he's been back. You know, like these are names I'd probably move for Peralta and see if I can scoop him up on the cheap end. You probably have to package one or two of these guys together, but Peralta is somebody that you probably can get because they might be fatigued as well. I'll say this, man. I I love me some Freddie Peralta, man. I'm I'm so satisfied with what he's been doing of late. Specifically, Freddie Peralta's last three starts. In his last three starts, he has um two 13 strikeout games. <laughs> I mean, you can't ask for more as you're heading into the playoffs here. Freddie Peralta's, I'll give you his um all the numbers over his last three starts. So Freddie Peralta last three, 19 innings. A 1.89 ERA in those 19 innings, 33 strikeouts, a sub one whip, and his FIP is a 0.80, an 0.80 FIP through his last three starts. Um, batters are hitting 169. The batters are going for 169 batting average against Freddie Peralta in his last three. I mean, what a time for the guy to really get it going. But as Matt said, if somebody's, you know, a lot of people at this time of year, they're not like tuned in, tuned in. And they don't know. They might not have seen all of his last three starts. They may not know that about those monster strikeout games. So if you say, oh, yeah, on the year, it's a 4-2-80 RA. The whip is a one one nine, which is actually not horrible, but it's a little bit high. You know, Caper 9's there, but that's Freddie Peralta's thing. I mean, you still might be able to go out there and, you know, buy low. As Matt mentioned, get guys that you got off the waiver wire, like a Sal Frelick or, you know, um, just dudes that you really didn't have to pay a lot for. If you could package them together and get yourself a Freddie Peralta, I think you're going to have, like, you know, a, a nice time with that. But let's move on to, um, you know, another pitcher here. 
Actually, first, before we move on to a Miami uh, Marlins, you know, uh, ace, and we have a potential ace who's coming off of the IL very, very soon. I just want to talk to you guys about one more of our ad partners, and it's one that Matt and I love. It is Sleeper. Sleeper is a fantasy base, a fantasy sports and real money gaming app focused on bringing people together through sports and gaming. Sleeper has become the fastest organically growing fantasy platform in the world with over 5 million active users in 2022. At Sleeper, it's not just about sports. It's about building personal connections and lasting memories. Sleeper Picks is a real money product that connects friends over picks. Choose from two to eight of your favorite players from pregame, live, or even across different sports. Pick higher or lower than the predicted stats. Only on Sleeper can you get up to 100 times payout. Share with your friends and get rewarded together. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for further details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. And with that being said, guys, let's jump back in here. We got a couple more names for you. And then if, you know, time permits, we're going to talk to you about some more general, just, you know, trade deadline advice. Let's move on to Sandy Alcantara. And I think Matt and I differ a bit here. I'm not 100% sure Matt and I were talking about him a little bit, you know, um, before we got on here. But Sandy, we all know what he did the last few years. He's been a top starting pitcher. I know he's been a little bit up and down, um, you know, over the season, but I want to focus on Sandy's last eight starts. In his last eight starts, he has one complete game. He has 53 innings pitched, 47 strikeouts. Uh, the whip is about a 104. He's got a 2.85 ERA. Batters are hitting 244 against him over that time. And I mean, it's still not the regular Sandy Alcantara that we expect. But you're you're buying you're buying low on Sandy right now. You're looking at Sandy's you know year long numbers, and you know you're talking to the Sandy owner, and you're saying he's not the guy he was last year with the four two eighty ERA on the season. You know he's way under that K per nine. Where he's usually just a little bit under it with one hundred forty nine innings on the season, one hundred twenty five strikeouts, and a one one nine WHIP. I mean Sandy the last two years an oh nine eight WHIP and a one oh seven WHIP. So you're not you're not really you know buying the best pitcher in fantasy baseball. But I think the rest of the way, Sandy could be a top 20 guy. And now's the time. No no time better to buy in on him and just kind of see what you get. You're not going to have to pay a crazy amount for him. So I think you go out there and you just see if you can, you know, sneak Sandy onto your team heading into the playoffs. I mean, Sandy is just like so up and down. Like, I mean, I understand like, you know, he's had a really great month. But if you look at it, like in his last eight starts, he did get like, terrible eras the k's are there don't get me wrong but the thing about sandy alcantara is not really a k per nine guy so like yeah. i mean the k's are like kind of cool but like at the same time like i'm not sure maybe he's trying to strike more people out maybe he's trying to you know quit that mix that in his game and it explain why he's you know leaving pitches out there to hang and get hit uh maybe he's just being unlucky like i'm not sure but there's something wrong with sandy he's changed something and i think that um, he reminds me of what's his face from last year, the other Miami pitcher that just took an absolute flop. Um, I'm trying to think, not Lazardo, not Edward Cabrera, Trevor no. Rogers. Yes, Trevor Rogers. Thank you. So, like Trevor Rogers, like he had such a great year, uh, year the year before. We all thought he was going to come up, be this top twenty-five arm, and then boom, took a poop. Now, Sandy's done it for a couple more years than 
than Trevor Rogers. Don't get me wrong, but like, I mean, hey, like maybe he's trying to take his next steps and be the caper nine guy. And when everybody kind of knocks Sandy four and isn't giving him the respect he deserves, since he isn't in like the Scherzer room, the the Kershaw room, the you know anybody else, the Strider room. Like Alcantara is missing the K per nine, and maybe that's what he's trying to do. But I don't like him. I just traded him away at this point. I traded for him. I traded him away now. I just I don't know if I'm willing to bring him on my team. And if he's on my team, I'm trying to move him for a bigger piece. So like if I can move him for like him and another bat, I just picked up Paul Goldschmidt. Like that's what I was able to go out there and get. But I did have another piece of that trade. Uh trade. But I mean, hey. It is what it is. It's a matter of what your strengths and weaknesses are. Sandy Alcantara was like my fifth best pitcher, sixth best pitcher. So it is what it is. He's probably is at this point if you bought low on him. So now you can kind of almost capitalize on that and get something better. So it is what it is with Sandy Alcantara. It's on your choice of what you want to do, whether it's buy or sell low. Here's both sides. But anyway, let's talk about this last guy here. And this guy, I don't know. Chris Sale. Like Chris Sale for me is... So up and down because if you you guys don't know this about me, I love Chris Sale as a whole. I had him most of his fa- oh, most of his career when I'm in playing fantasy baseball. Like he's one of the guys I got every single year, no matter what. But ever since he started really be, like showing off his flanges and them getting inflated, and Alberto Montesi joined Boston, you know things have just been really weird for Chris Sale. You got. Um, you had to find a way to blame it on Mondesi, right? I love that. Matt's bro, just like, yeah, you know, it's it's Alberto Mondesi's fault, bro. I love that. It spreads like the coronavirus. I'm sorry. Um, it's <laughs> atrocious. The flanges, and he, he he must have hung out with Jazz Chisholm over the over the break because it's just it's really frustrating. But anyway, Chris Sale, like his upside could be like if he turns the second corner and he's out there, you know, he, he could have a really nice mid to low three ERA. He can have a K per nine with ease, but the wins aren't going to be there with Boston. They're not the same team they were and the whip could be low. So I think right now with Chris sale at 73% owned, he's still out there in some leagues, but if you could trade for him on the real cheap, like slide him into a trade of you trying to acquire somebody else. And he's like the back end, the kind of, that's the guy that'll get the deal done for me. Go for it. What's the worst that happens? He takes an outright poop and you drop him. You got him for free with somebody else anyway. But he's a nice little slide it on in at the end and see what happens. I mean, I'm I'm going to say this. If anyone has been paying attention to Chris Sale's season, you, you know that in his last six starts before he got hurt, he went five and one. He pitched 36 innings. He had 41 strikeouts. He had a one whip. His ERA was a 225. Batters were hitting 191 against him, and the FIP was a 274 during that time for Chris Sale. And then in Chris Sale's um, final rehab start, 4.1 scoreless innings, zero walks, struck out seven. I mean, it looks like he's going to pick up where he left off. And the numbers on the year aren't even that horrible. The ERA is a little bit high at that 4.58, but there was a few really bad starts at the beginning of the season. A 119 whip is not really bad. Uh, 59 innings, 71 strikeouts. That's what you love from Chris Sale. I honestly think if you can acquire Chris Sale, he's actually coming back to start Friday. So if you can acquire Chris Sale right before the trade deadline, there's a chance you get yourself a top 20 
Name, I might be might be a little bullish saying this, but a top 15, 20 pitcher for You're the rest of practice. the day. I mean, if he pitches the way he did in his last six starts, you can't tell me that that's not a five and one record, 36 innings, 41 strikeouts, one whip, two, two, five ERA. I mean, that's that's a top 15, 20 pitcher by all means. I know the Red Sox have been, you know, over the last 10 they're three and seven, but they have a positive record on the whole year, 58 and 54. So the wins aren't going to be atrocious there. So I think Chris Sale's ups. I'm just talking about his upside, what his what his ceiling is. Not not what I'm, I expect, but the ceiling, the highest potential of Chris Sale is that he comes back and he picks up where he left off, and that's like a you know a, almost a league winning type of pickup the rest of the way. So I mean, Matt and I will agree to disagree here at the end of the podcast. We got a, a minute or two here left, so I'll just throw out some general trade advice, guys, with that trade deadline. Don't sit. Don't be. Don't don't sit around and, and just you know watch the magic happen around you. Get involved. Throw out offers. My thing is throw out at least one offer to every team in your league. If you're in a you know a 10, 12 man league, you know maybe okay maybe if you're in a you know even a deeper league, go out to half the teams. Throw out an offer. Identify what your team needs and go out there and get it. Trade from your strengths to acquire your weaknesses. Know if you're in a points league, know the scoring settings. Know if the pitcher score higher or the batter score higher. If you're in a dynasty or keeper league and you're at the bottom of the barrel, go out there and get prospects for next year. If you're at the top, trade you know away some of your prospects to get stuff to help you this year. It's just really all you know um, about what your team needs at this point in year. So identify that and just you know roll with the punches. Join us on subtext if you have any of those burning questions that you need to you know ask us. Come on a subtext. Matt and I answer pretty quick. And we'll give you all the advice that you need going into this trade deadline. But my best advice is just don't sit around and watch the magic happen around you. Make the magic happen. Exactly. It's all about manufacturing that championship. And this is the time, right? This is your last shot to go and acquire somebody that's not on the waiver wire. So, you know, there's guys out there that you might want to even go after. And you may not consider it normally. But, I mean, hey, people are frustrated. Carlos Rodon is a bonus name right here. Just at the IL again. But it's still pitching, even though he's on the IL. So they're probably just shutting him down to, you know, get figure out that hamstring. So, hey, the fatigue is there. Go out and see if you can acquire him. See if you can see what they're going to do. Like, there's names out there that you can seriously go after. So don't be afraid to take shots and give up nothing to go get it. Yeah, guys. So that's all for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Also, thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Shout out to our everydayers and new listeners. We wouldn't be where we are without you today, and we truly appreciate every single one of you. But make sure you lock on in for a new episode tomorrow where we're going to be talking about the best waiver wire ads heading into the weekend. But, guys, until then, see you. Peace.